Hello and welcome back to another episode or welcome to an episode. I never know what to say about those. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of uh, Two Bros and a Beard. My name is Ibrahim. My name is Asad. Hi guys. I hope you're doing all great. I think I think you just assume. Yeah, I think I'm, at I'm, this I'm, point, I'm assuming. especially as, as we get into season two, you just assume. Welcome back. Welcome back. You better Actually, be I was thinking about that before we did the whole silence thing. I was just, uh, perfectly in my head, I was going to be like, welcome and take a pause and say back. Ooh. So it covers both, but that I just I forgot. Statistically, when we look at the numbers of our channel, the numbers go up and down so much, and we know our concurrent viewers are stable 12 or 13. So anytime it goes over 20 or 21, we know that there's new people. So you're right. There is a chance that there are people who don't listen to the podcast who are listening, as well as people who do listen to the podcast. But I think we just assume. Hello, welcome. That point. I hope y'all are doing okay. We're kind of closing out the season this is like the bonus not bonus episode of the week so hopefully y'all enjoy uh because we feel bad uh that's <laughs> we, 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 we feel bad we, for dipping for three weeks but i kind of wanted to start off this episode with a hypothetical that i've never asked you before ibrahim mm, what yes would i would be... you know okay i'll pocket that we'll come back later. to that in a second <laughs> when i regret my answer <laughs> <laughs> what would be your like ideal date oh yeah, like for you, the perfect thing that you could do with a girl. God, why are you like this? Yeah. Uh, good lord, now I have to think about this. You want to go ice skating? You want to go to the mall? You want to do a pottery class? Mm-hmm. Do you want to queue in Valorant? <laughs> yeah, hey, do you want to meet up online and play games together? I mean, hey, that, that floats some people's boat. Maybe half those Twitch people they met online. They didn't even talk to each other. Their True. whole, like uh, Ludwig and Cutie's whole thing was just uh, video chatting until uh, until they met. So. True. I, I mean, know. personally, like I'd be down to get food, but it's kind of the one of those I'd rather do something. Like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like an activity. Like even if it's not like oh we're gonna go play a video game like it's just like an act like a like a moving day not just hey we're gonna go have dinner once and then go watch a movie and leave because that's not really anything you're not going to see who what type of person they are yeah movies are not the best for yeah. like learning more about someone and then like dinner is just kind of awkward because say you barely talk to them and you're going on a date um it's just awkward to sit there and like you're forced to make conversation if you go and do like an activity or like small activities here and there then a it's a conversation starter which is easier for everyone and then b It'll allow like different things to happen that are out of your control, which will then lead to conversations and learning about the person. And then you can get food and throw it in there. We'll get tacos. I think one thing that I've learned from that uh, Korean dating show that I'm watching mm-hmm. is that when you go on dates, especially in like the traditional way that we court each other in America, yeah, you can get very like pigeonholed by like the formality of it. Like, oh, this is dinner, so we talk about this and that. Tell me about and yourself. And we take breaks while we sip our drink or when we eat our food and we look at each other but not for too long and like you know and i think you're right that it's not awkward even if you're like really charismatic but you don't sooner or later you're gonna run out of things yeah it's kind of like a movie where you're restricted in what you can really learn it's like an interview and i think there's a way to do it without that but for most people you like typically fall into that go to like axe throwing bro like anything random like like not random but like something like that where it's fun, but also, like, just, you know, like, easy, like, mentally easy. You can, like... Do you think, like, all of those, not lane activities, but, like, the, like, bowling or axe throwing or, like, trivia night or, like, karaoke, like, 
you know what I'm talking about? That, that yeah. vibe of like vibe. activity. Do you think all of those are, are, are really good for like uh, dating so getting to know someone? Bowling is, is a weird one. Like personally, I wouldn't take a girl on a first date bowling. But I don't know, man. But that idea, like, essentially. Yeah, like, but unless they're down to go bowling. Because like, it's kind of hard. Sometimes it's like, hey, we're going to go bowling together, you and I. But there's, there's like three outcomes, okay? She's really good at bowling. So mm-hmm. you just, you know, you get owned and you make her feel good. She's really bad at bowling. So you own and you make, you make her feel better feel and you make and you feel good or you're both bad at bowling but either way you're talking and making fun and joking the entire personally time i would do like bowling like later on mm-hmm. not as a first date first day you can do like axe throwing works weird other like depending on what they're into works um because it's just like like a fun little what's the word for it you know but like we're both on the same track it's just like mm-hmm. it's just a little easier than going to the mall, to dinner, to movies. You know what, honestly, is a really good, like, technical, technic, the, yeah, from a technical perspective, what's a really good first date? Hmm. Like, cooking a meal with someone. Yeah. Because you have the whole process of cooking the meal, which is the activity where you're, sorry, where you're doing something and then you're also talking, and then you eat. But, because you're not, like, at a restaurant, you don't have to worry about, like, oh, he pays first, she pays first, what are we talking about? Um, and since you're at your home, whoever's house it is, you learn a little bit about them and you can talk about that with them. Like, for example, if you went to their room before you cooked or after, you can like be like, hey, I saw this thing in your room or whatever. It was pretty cool um, and stuff like that. Like, uh, I remember the I uh, the scene from uh, La La Land where uh, they were eating dinner at home. And I thought it was really, before they started arguing, <laughs> it was really <laughs> cute. And I thought that was a really good idea. I think yeah, I think that would work. Also, like you can be like, oh, okay, we can like have a little cute, like you cut this and I do this, and like we'll both be in the kitchen together. Oh my god! The only thing that I can see being a problem there is like if you guys have different uh, ways you do things, like uh, if they're slow mm-hmm. with instructions, or you're very particular or something like that. Those little things might really quickly show themselves via an an activity-based task thing a task-based activity like cooking but i mean i don't know also i feel like for example if i'm cooking right and she's coming over first time date whatever like if i'm cooking there's a slight possibility she's just be sitting there watching me right so that's that. You gotta involve. That is just like an, an interview. You gotta involve. Them. You gotta yeah, bring them which is then like that. But then you don't want to push someone to like cook. If, for example, a they don't know how to, or b they're dressed up in a way they don't want to get dirty, or like you know something uh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That's like the downfall. That is. True. But I would be down. I think in this generation, like our generation, I think girls would be down to like do that. So like more personally for you though, like like specifically, like what would you want to go do? Like what what does I think Ibrahim would like to go oh, do? Screw cool. them. What would you want to go do with your day? Like monster trucking or go to the range or play frisbee or, you know, walk in a a specific park you like. Like, you know, like what what, what is your dream thing to do with somebody? You take a girl to boiling crab and see how nasty she gets. If she's comfortable, she'll just eat (laughs) how she get how she slurps on that lobster. Exactly. Okay. You take her to boiling crab. (laughs) There's certain foods like wings, for example, if you take a girl. You can see how she eats and judge her off of like that. If she's very picky, if she's down, if she's comfortable, stuff like that, which I've talked about doing before with like the boys and like. That's a very interesting litmus test. Yeah. But also, boiling crab is just really cool. <laughs> so I feel like she'd be down. <laughs> there's this, um, there's this one f- 
like New Orleans uh, seafood uh, diner fry restaurant mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Jersey. In uh, no, no, here. Um, oh. Addison ish. Oh, right. And uh, they have live music, and there's a bar and really good seafood. Mm-hmm. And it's it has a very low key vibe, like it's just people chilling. And I think that would be if like restaurants were a thing, I would take someone to that restaurant because even though it's like maybe a little grungy, a little dirty, if they're a little like cleaner or a little uh, a little bit more sophisticated, maybe not. But in general, it's just a vibe because you're just sitting there with like nice music, eating some bomb fish, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you just vibe. The issue is with at least like our generation and stuff like that. A lot of girls that if you talk to or like on their profiles or whatever, they all want to just go drinking. And as a person who doesn't drink, you know... I don't even think that's girls, Ibrahim. I think that's the problem that we're coming up through and now that. being our age, especially now you're and 21. That. Yeah, I'm 21 so there's now. literally like zero reason that you can say no other than like personal reasons. Oh, wait. Reasons. Yeah, hold on. We didn't even... Last episode and an episode before Oh, that. yeah, your birthday was... <laughs> we skipped over that. Yeah. Your birthday was after we I stopped. I just remembered that. Ibrahim's 21 now. Yeah, turned 21. Hello, everyone. In uh, Urdu, we would say, Salgara Mubarak. Mm-hmm, which 100%. means birthday or year time year yeah time of year your year mubarak right yeah 100 me too how do you say birthday or happy birthday in arabic uh i know that there's a happy birthday i'd milad is birthday it's also a little more egyptian but that's fine um Shoot, bro! I told you last episode. Anytime someone asks me for something, <laughs> okay, okay, I forget it. Okay, but it, watch halfway through the episode, it'll it, just come it. back. See, I think, hmm. I think. Oh, by the way, I, forget, I remembered what uh, New Year's was. Oh, well, <laughs> I told you one episode <laughs> I told later. You. What was it? It's so I don't know if this is more Egyptian or not, but I just remember hearing it a lot. It's um, you can also say for Eid sometimes. Uh, it's كل عام وأنتم بخير. Mm. So essentially, kind of like good am. I don't actually know fully what it means, but I'm assuming it means like may every year come with goodness or something cringy like that. Uh, <laughs> you did your little aw face, so yeah, that's cute. Um, but like birthday is no, no, take your time. Whatever, we'll you, come back. To that. Next episode, we'll come back. <laughs> the problem is that we we are in this weird scenario. And I don't mean to moralize. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, that we don't find what we do lame. Right? We find it mostly interesting. Right. But people who do more extreme things like alcohol or going to places that we wouldn't usually go or, you know, things that are a little bit more expensive that are out of our college person pay range. Those things seem lame to those people. So if you meet somebody who comes from a, like, I, there's no other way to say it. This is just like a very desi term. It's called hi-fi. Right. Someone who comes from like a hi-fi lifestyle, right? You will not seem as cool. And what I found, especially in college, talking to other kids who've done a lot more than me, not just bad, like, you know, just experience more. They come off, and it's not mean in any way. I understand why I feel it. They, I feel they think I'm immature or not immature, but like I'm still child yeah, yeah, yeah. like i because i haven't done anything adult i haven't done anything crazy you're, any sense you're still a uh <coughs> yes should i say it <laughs> no so no the v card and we all get it we, we everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows what you're talking about 
Um, and I think that's that's a little difficult, especially when you're trying to meet someone, because you'll meet someone who wants to go places and do things with you, and you'll be like, eee. yeah. I uh... so like for example, if you go bowling or something, definitely there's a bar somewhere. So if, if even I, at Pinstack, there's a freaking bar. Yeah, if I drank, I'd be like, oh, let's go bar hopping for a first uh, date or something. You know, like mm. you can do more, but see, the thing is, I really want to go to a comedy club. I feel like that would be a really good date. That would work. Not a first. But date. then, but if you get caught by the comedian, you'd be like, hey, so how long are we dating? Today's our dude, first date. <laughs> oh, dude, Priyana, she went on this vacation and in her cruise, all of the comedians that were on the shows were just roasting people. And I was like, dude, if that was me in the car, bro, I would be. Okay, listen, listen. In Netflix comedy specials, they only roast people like 7% of the time. Right. But why do they roast everybody at smaller comedy shows? Like, I feel like that's such a weird Because it's a very easy, like, thing to do. Like, it's, it's if you don't have all the material and you're so small, it's just some, like, you know. But I feel like it's it's easy. It's weak. It's, it's like, it's, it's not easy. really funny. You're just going, ha, ha, ha. Also, like, because people, like, if you say something stupid, then there you go. You just got more material to work with. I think if it's a stupid person, yeah, chop them up to bits. Like, that's really funny. But when it's normal people and the way you can make everybody laugh is just by being like oh like okay for example right this comedian would be like hey where are you from ibrahim and you'll say egypt insert terrorist joke here oh uh, yeah right? insert egyptian joke it allows here. for more material for that person but the it's just like the easiest stuff and most of the, i don't and it works i'm not saying Sometimes. uh the racism or the stereotypes is bad but i'm saying it's not funny because it's just stuff you've already heard before like ha ha the pyramids Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I find I find comedians that tell story. Yeah, I guess it's not for everyone. But there are like Priya. She loves it. She thinks it's really funny. Yeah, but I don't. I think it's. Well, it's because you've heard everything like many times before. I think like I also did have this thought the other day. I was like, if I was in a roast, I wouldn't be happy. I would try my hardest. I would look it, but you guys would be able to know. You guys would be able to tell. Yeah, that I was not happy. And I don't. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) I don't know. But I'm glad we're not going to do a roast anytime soon. <clears throat> Welcome to the new episode of Roast. So we're chilling. Roast the two bros in a beard. We're we have taken all that your comments so and uh, messages funny. and we are reading them out tonight. That would be so funny. Like all We talk about all of the boys on the podcast, but then we just sit down and we let them roast us for the Yeah. Boy, if you don't know how to open what you're doing. You didn't even have a beard when the podcast started, bro. No what intro you? so bad. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Um. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I know some people like, like to go on like hikes and stuff on their first... Uh, yeah, that's kind of cool it's cool but i'm very out of shape so if this if this girl's like yeah it's going on like a eight mile hike like in the morning you're like bro no, nah good night listen not, it's not even to tie it in but you just did it so well you did go on a really long hike yeah and you did train for it so i feel like you could get back into it if you really had if to. i really needed to but then again like you don't plan for dates it just random like oh i like this girl now we're suddenly like gonna go on a date now do you think rock climbing would be a good first date Again, physical activity sometimes it's just like, but it's not that, that crazy because you know? rock climbing you can like go to the easier wall and rock climbing is just... still a hard thing to do, even if it's really? on easier walls. Not everyone's built for rock climbing. Like I haven't worked out in a long time, right? I feel so like you just... could just climb a wall. It's really easy. Just put yeah, your hand and your feet in the spots, and then you just pull. And... and you have to pull your whole body weight. And if people can't do that, <laughs> not really. The, the easiest wall is just you have all three of your joints locked. One will move. And then you adjust everything, and then one will move, and then you adjust everything. You're not like doing like the freaking Magnus or um, whatever that that uh, uh, Nordic, 
Nether some some oh. YouTuber who's from from Northern Europe who like freaking Spider Man's up the yeah. wall like those backflips while he's flipping you know you're not like holding on by a pinky. It's still like it's it's extreme. Sometimes. What about surfing? Extreme if you live near a beach, if you live near a beach, if you know how to surf and she knows how to surf, surfing will be good. But if you're both garbage and you've never done it before, there's no point of going surfing. You know what's really funny? Kind of tangent. The other day. I got an uh, I got a, a YouTube ad for a dating app, and it, the ad did not look like it for a dating app at all. And it's called the League, nice or something. And it's it, it basically the whole premise is it's date it's a dating app for people who are talking about like their jobs specifically, and it's very focused on like your career and finding people who are motivated about their careers as well. And it was really cringe because the entire ad was like these two people in their underwear just like ch- like playing tag in their house what with swords but the whole ad was like find somebody who can keep up with you or something like that and then i looked at the dating app and it basically looked like an nft version of a normal dating app and i was like no ain't no way anybody's using this if linkedin met tinder <laughs> yeah nah it's like yeah it's really if it's it's if linkedin met tinder but the colors and the aesthetic is like you know that the black and white image of that Chad guy with the chin. Oh yeah. It's it's literally that. Oh. It's literally that. Let me let me, let me look it up. Let me see if I can find it. The league. That's weird. Yeah. And it's just all about like people who are like like uh, uh, focusing on like their interests or their careers. Like you want an accountant, boom, you'll find an accountant. You want a doctor, you'll find a doctor. High standards, question mark? Keep them that way. The League is a dating community designed for the overly ambitious that know what they want and refuse to settle. Excuse me? While some may call us exclusive or elite, in reality, we just have standards for entry. Unlike every other dating app out there. (laughs) We believe three quality matches are better than 100 bad profiles. Say goodbye to endless swiping and hello to smart, sexy, and successful matches. While your mom may call you picky, we call you self-aware. See, that's really wow. funny. Because dating apps have like this new meta where the Tinder is bad because you're endlessly swiping and you're right. making so many micro decisions and whatever. So now with the next wave is like, Tinder was bad. We're better. And it's the same thing. It's so they do the like thing. Bumble and Hinge and Grinder and all that stuff. They have like their their um, apps to be built different. So for example, like Bumble's difference is the girl message first. Yeah. Um, uh, Hinge does like... Um, bro it straight up looks like tinder it has a heart thing in the corner and yeah, the same yeah. profile layout and everything and it has like the standard stuff but it also has like weird topics yeah uh, hinge also has like voice recordings like answer this question by recording an answer not just like writing an answer dude, it's weird dude here's a five-star review i've read many reviews here stating that this is not a i've read many reviews here stating this is a scam and this is not true <laughs> it's not your average dating app if you're looking for a hookup or serious or a series of single dates, then this would not be the place. I will see three to five people at a time, and thus far, it's been better. Hmm. But they're a developer. Oh, no, never mind. It was just a developer response. See, what I'm checking for right now is if they have a... It's like a paid subscription. Because if it is, then I definitely know what kind of app this is. It's probably just like a free, but like if you want to get premium, you pay for it. It's like because it says in-app purchases. Yeah, it's probably like... Uh, Depending on what term you choose, your membership will last one week, one month, three months, six months, 12 months, and automatically renew at those intervals. Uh, you have a 24 hour period at the end to top, stop your loop and the payment will be charged. Dude, the, I, I just knew it. I just had a feeling that if, an app like this that's so quality about getting people dates and high, whatever it had to be paid. If LinkedIn met Tinder met 
OnlyFans subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. For, for real. And I think that's, <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, anyway, sorry, we're talking about dates. I, that just came to mind because I was like, yeah, if you want to find someone who knows how to surf, I guess you could put in your thing. I want someone who serves. I mean, yeah, like on, on like apps and online, I guess they you can put like interests and hobbies. So then it'd be easier to figure out what a person's into. Yeah, but I'm going to just use like AI to make myself like super sexy in yeah, their profile picture and like generate some some muscles on that Blow up your butt. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Photoshop. Hmm. I don't know. I think these are really hard because you can't personalize them because you don't know the person that well. Maybe that's why dinner, because it's like a neutral activity. Everyone wants to eat. Everyone needs to eat. That's what I'm saying. Like if you know the girl is a little bit you can possibly tell what she's into like she's not into physical activity okay we can go like play hockey like air hockey dave and busters type stuff right but then you can know like know a little about her food you play or you're doing one activity and then go get dinner easy right and then end off the night see what she wants to do boba all this stuff right dessert but dinner is like always gonna be in the plan see that's why i think and i mean i'm not biased at all right um that meeting people as friends is always better than like jumping both as dates because then you have this problem. But when you're friends, you just do whatever friends will do and then feelings will come when they come. But at least you don't have this weird like wall of standards because you both know that you guys are like trying to court each other. It's, it's just, you're just trying to hang out. And then all of a sudden, all the same spots that you go to have like more sentiment and, and more, more value. Like I remember the first time I took Priya to that boba place. I'd been going there forever already, but it became like a place for us when we want to go in the boat or stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or like, what's the, what you want to call? When, uh, one of my friends, I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, nah, forget it. I lost it. Something about one of our friends having a spot with their person. It'll come back next, uh, next episode. Yeah, next episode. When we remember everything. But y'all won't. Yeah. Because the time intervals are, are crazy. We we we're we're doing this in like hyperspace. We're like time traveling almost, but yeah. But you guys are stuck in the past. Um Yeah, so it's it just depends on who the person is, like and I guess that's what's good about like apps and online dating, is just because they'll tell you put like hobbies. And so you can at least read their hobbies, like, oh, I like outdoor activities or I like uh bowling, boba, and then you can know where to take them first date, which is nice. But if you meet someone in person, it's kinda probably hard and impossible almost so i don't know i think hmm, i'm trying to apply this to arranged marriage because now you think about you have a person who like was very much tailored for your interests but more like life interests but at the same time going on dates is not necessarily an arranged marriage thing like what is your what is your uh what process no what is your definition of arranged marriage because the Marine Rangers I know is they're not designed for you. Um, okay. It's more of, There's listen. many definitions. We both know the normal definition, but the way, um, how do I describe this? The way that it's done in India versus the way that it's done here versus the way that it's done in that show, like Indian matchmaking, are very, very different and represent very different ways that arranged marriages can happen. Right. So why don't, why don't why don't you go first? Because I definitely have like mine's more complicated for sure. I know that like there's arranged marriages where, for example, like parents will say, "I want your your daughter to marry my son," right? And then you're like, "Okay, we can do that. Easy, boom." And like the son or the daughter don't really get say of it. I have heard of to like tie back to your point. I have heard of people saying, 
when they're still like really young children, your son will marry my daughter and when they become adults, whatever. Um, pre-made plans, but like that was like old school, uh, no cars in Syria. <laughs> so like oh, a long time ago, maybe now they still do it, but like that's very, very old tradition thing. Um, yeah, I think that's mainly it. Like pretty mm-hmm. much just it's chosen for you, but they're not built for you. They're just chosen already. Mm, yeah, I, I'd say that is definitely the like uh, standard definition of arranged marriage because before like modern technology or like anything was really that connecting people, that was how it was. It was just re- like via relations, like oh my cousin. Because like, arranged marriages were all person. about like a way way back. It was just kind of like either treaty signings, but I'm gonna also marry my daughter to you, <laughs> or um, marriage in order to cause like peace from war. Or um, an exchange of, like, goods. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, they were always, like, connecting communities or, like, an exchange of some sort yeah. of services. So, in India, there's a lot of different ways, depending on where you go and how traditional you are and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the Western concept that I think most people would be familiar with is your mom would be like, hey, I have a person I know. Go on a date with them. Right. That's, like, the nicest, freest My mother's tried that before. Or, like, your friend will be like, hey, my mom knows someone who knows someone. You Like, you know, like a branch yeah, of connection. Yeah, like, that's, that's how my that's, parents That's the met. current one that I know. Yeah, yeah. But then the actual, like, what people will know, what people, like, see in movies and culturally. In India, um, it, it, it was what you were saying in, like, the, the Dark Ages. But nowadays, it's there's um, a process of matchmaking. So you can either do it like, though, my parents or someone like that, uh, my cousin or whatever. Uh, know somebody or my laundromat but my laundromat the way that it's done it's, it's like a lot more like a dating app where every family whoever's getting wed like for example if it's you your mom or you or both of you and this is what i mean by it gets complicated will make something called a bio data nice the bio data is basically just everything about you but i th- there's they're still lying on the bio data but it's less about like what you Think of like, you know, Indian traditional values, they see not just Indian, they see traditional values. It's be like, this person's vegetarian or not. This person wants a stay-at-home wife or not. So you're making like a minder. It's basically like a minder. It's like right. all our traditional but it's, values it's instead more of towards like, the, the things you'd see on TV. Yeah, more culture, religious. Yeah, religious things. It, right, yeah, yeah. So then you, th- this is what I mean by it's tailored. If your parents are, care about your opinion, <laughs> they will sit with Probably you. Not. And you'll look at the bio datas and read and find who is like in your like if you're a Hindu who's in your uh, caste or who is within your range of castes yeah. or if your parents have a color preference or a height preference like or, or whatever and you'll choose. So that's what I meant by custom. But sometimes your parents will take one for you. Yeah, yeah. And then within this tradition, but sometimes there's no bio data. Sometimes there is. There's a range. Of you meet your husband the day of the wedding, you meet your husband oh, three weeks before the before, wedding, yeah. a month before the wedding, or you actually get to date them. Like sometimes these biodatas are just straight up bing bing bong match made, you're getting married. Sometimes um it's you guys seem like it'll be a good fit, go see. Uh if you guys would be good on a date. Yeah. So 
Sometimes it's just like a WhatsApp group chat. Sometimes it's just moms. a WhatsApp group chat. Exactly. Bro, I've seen that group chat before. <laughs> it's wild. It's just, they just send one picture of a girl. Her name is this, this, and this. She's 24, and she's and all the moms currently like, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. calling. And the mom goes, hey, you want to see? Yeah. Look, look at it. Look at yeah. Mother, I'm not getting married anytime soon. But look, she's around your age. Have you ever seen that movie? On, I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. One of my favorite movies. It's called Ollie's Wedding. Nope. It's really, really good. The guy's also Egyptian, I think. Um, It's... The process that his family goes through is instead of like that, they meet, they know somebody from the masjid and they like do a tea ceremony where like all like the main members of the guy's family and the main members of the girl family come to someone's house and they, they drink tea. Right. And like that his, usually happens. Right. his, the way you say yes to the arranged marriage. And I don't know if this was a joke or if this is legit, but you put two, two cubes of sugar if you're saying yes. And you put one cube of sugar if you say no, something like that. And he's like hesitating, so he dumps the whole. <laughs> I've he, heard he doesn't want this. I've heard of things like this. I don't know if they're true or not, but like I feel like I've heard things like this, and like the the girl's supposed to come out and like make the drinks. She is the and one she's who on gives, serving serves the tea. Yeah, yeah, I know that part because I had to do that for my sister. And it's 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 like a way of saying no or yes without telling the whole family and saying it explicitly in right. front of everybody or hurting her feelings or her family's feelings or your family's feelings. But it was just so funny. So that's another form that I've seen of like the meeting, and sometimes sometimes they never meet. So when I'm thinking about like arranged marriages and when it comes to like 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 dating and stuff sometimes like like i've just explained right there's room in there to date and sometimes there isn't yeah but you do know a lot about a person do you know i feel like you gotta date in order to know who the person is or not like date but at least like meet even if you don't count it as dating just like meet them and like talk well see where we come from the dating is the marriage part because our whole cultures are designed that marriage is the end goal anyway well, no. you can you're allowed to date but essentially it's not like it's a time period where you're allowed to see each other and still call it off really yeah i didn't know about that it's like um i forgot what the word is for it but essentially does that happen to last for four and a half years and uh apply to when you're a kid as well you're allowed to uh possibly (laughs) okay okay (laughs) um no because like it's like crazy uh not crazy sorry it's like there's a thing because my sisters both did it granted uh, really my most recent sister she knew the guy way before, like she went to school with him. Um, but I, my, my I know. other sister did it. Like she literally, she, they knew each other, but they still like were saying, "Okay, we're considering marriage." They met. I think my parents, the the, the husband, whatever person, met them. Uh, met my with my parents. They talked about it. They're like, okay, we can go forth. Was it a temporary marriage? Because those things happen. What's a temporary? Marriage? Temporary marriage is when you do this and you do the nikah. But nothing right. else. No. And then you basically go in like a trial period of living with each other. And then since you did the nikah, you have all of the huh? rights. Of That's a thing? Right. Yeah. That, okay. No, no. Because mine is just straight up like you're allowed a period of time, however long you want to do it, where you're considered to the public. As as we are currently going to try to get, like, not try to get married, but like we are currently together. Please do not pursue my person. Yeah. Whoever, wife, daughter, whatever. Mm. Um. Like we are, there's a possibility we are together, and you're allowed to call it off, and like there's no like backlashes and no nothing, just because as soon as you get married, then there's the like the actual contract agreement, you have to whatever all that jazz, and then religiously mm. there's more jazz to it. But that's that period where it's like okay, we might actually end up getting married, um, but we're still like in the talks where we're going on dates. But the religious aspect of it is, for example, if you're marrying Priya, right? Uh, and you go through that little date thing. 
her brother would have to show up with her to whatever dates. Like, Amar did it for his sister. Really? Uh, because, technically, you're not married to her yet, so she needs... A mahram. Yeah, a, a mahram for A male her. family member. Yeah, like, someone to, like, represent, like, be there for her. Like, someone... Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because they're not allowed to be one-on-one, whatever. So, I'll, I did that for my sister before a couple times. Uh, Amar did that for his sister a couple times. He would literally go to Boba with them, but take his, like, headphones and stuff, and just sit over there. They'll be talking... He'll just make sure nothing haram's going on, and you gotta just chill there. And I've done it so many times before. I did it when my my oldest sister was getting like apartment hunting with him when they were doing uh, dates. I would go get Chick Fil A so much because they, their thing was Chick Fil A, and I would just they pick me from school and go straight to their date. And I'm like, dude, I have homework to do. That's really interesting. And and but that but at that point you're allowed to call it off and be like, oh sorry, like our views didn't match something whatever, and it'll be completely okay. See, the, the temporary marriage thing has two different, like, usages. Sometimes, especially because our cultures don't have a lot of, like, you know, women and men being by themselves before they get married. So it gives you the opportunity to move in with your partner with full religious and family acceptance so that you can figure out how you guys are when you live together. And then also it gives you the ability to do other marital things. But... The you? No, because... The... the, the most reason I've seen it used, and it was actually, do you remember the show Rami? Mm-hmm. When he was in the car with that girl, she said like, hey, my cousin, like he knows how to do temporary marriages. We can go at it right now. Because it's also just used so that you can do the hanky-panky. Right. Real quick. But what if like it's temporary, but like, for example, she gets pregnant. So now you have a child. Yeah, then you have to do the, you're in a marriage. Then you're forced into a marriage. You already, no, no, you're not forced. You said you're, you're married. But so it's temporary marriage. To, it's temporary in the sense that if you uh, say it wasn't a match, it doesn't count as a divorce. So the woman doesn't have to do the whole like waiting 40 days or whatever. Sure, you know? Yeah, but like now she's pregnant, but it's a temporary marriage. Yeah, so it becomes a marriage. It becomes so a you're, marriage. So you're, you're essentially forced into like an actual marriage. Sure. Because if you're just doing it for hanky panky and then she gets pregnant, your, your loophole became uh, final. And see, the, the, the interesting thing is in non-Arab Muslim nations, that brother thing doesn't happen as much. But the eldest male member of the family will, like, smack the dude in the face and be like, you better not do anything. <laughs> and then, like, probably threaten to break his kneecaps or something. Uh, I mean, if you don't have a brother, your dad shows up. Which is why... <sighs> it's a very interesting process. Because I can see why it's useful. Especially back in the day when things were a lot less safe for women. Mm-hmm. But I think... Nowadays, it's very weird. Because, like, okay, we... You knew one of your sister's husbands and... You know your sister, mm-hmm. right? So you know they're not stupid. But, like, for people you don't know, it kind of makes sense. That, like, yeah, yeah, you'd want someone there if anything was happening or if anybody tried anything, you know, to just... It's a, it's a religious safe. custom, so I don't know. But at the same time, it feels weird. If nothing bad is happening, then... Because it feels like incomplete dating, in a way. Because that, that happened. One of my first dates with Brianna, her brother was there. And he, he just showed up. And Surprise. he was there with He's me. He's doing what I just told you. And we, well, they're not religious. It just, it just kind of happened. Maybe, maybe it's just they. they or maybe they. Cultural uh, yeah, norm, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're know. Under, gotta undercover. Go ask her now. Undercover work, but we were at that boba place, and he was just there, and it was fine. Like we were, we were talking. I love him. He's super cool. Right. But it didn't feel like a a full date. So I didn't. I even though that was technically our first date, I didn't consider those moments that I was with her, like me learning more about her or getting yeah, closer yeah. to her or anything like that. Um. But we were also, like, you know, in different stages of the relationship. We'd known each other for when a while. When I got back, I think, like, my oldest sister, when she got married, and I got back home after, like, the, the date thing, whatever, my mom goes, like, oh, how was it? And I was, like, cringy. She goes, why? I'm, like, because 
you know, they're doing, they're, they're essentially like on a date and I'm just third wheeling. <laughs> she goes, okay, but like, you know, like, cause my mom also wanted to see, like, she wanted to ask me, oh, how is the guy, you know, respectful, rude, whatever. I was like, bro, she, he cringy. And I just walked, uh, the whole thing was cringy. He and I walked cringy. out of the room and she's like, bro, I sent you on a mission. <laughs> you come back with cringy. Give me the report, bro. Yeah. I need the I'm debrief. Like, nah, I, I ain't got nothing, bro. They got me Chick-fil-A and I, hey, man. that's all I got. Listen, right? you're, you're pretty used out. to third wheeling, so I can understand. Yeah, yeah I was, how. I was. I third wheel, I fifth wheel, seventh wheel. I, the other day when we were it. at uh, Al's house, I was like, gonna wait. Uh, Al and Sophie were already like there, and Thomas and Sophie, other Sophie, were late. So I was like, I'm just gonna wait until Amar pulls up. So yeah. I'm walking a third wheel, so and then Amar pulls up. I'm like, all right, now I'm ready to go. Yeah, now I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, like the the the, the temporary marriage thing has always been like a weird uh, concept because it makes sense, and you know you. Tell me about your your side of the pond. But in uh, India especially, they hate. They're very... If your family's not modern, they're very against the idea of you sleeping under the same roof with someone who you're not married to. So they, they call it... They're, like, we don't see a difference, but they call it live-in relationship and then a normal relationship. And a normal relationship is where you go out with the permission of your family. And a live-in relationship is where you live together. Right. So they're very particular about that, which is why the temporary marriage kind of became more popular, especially over there, because um, it was a, the ability to, like, people were realizing that, especially in modern times, like, compatibility with how you act in the house is very important, because, like, a lot of women will get stuck with husbands that don't do anything or vice versa. So they got really irritated with, like, household chores and activities and tasks or, like, you know, cleanliness. So those are some things you work out when you do it and the way to make the parents please was the temporary marriage. But it's just really interesting to, to see the, like the, like what is dating? What, 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 when do you slap the label of date on something? Uh, especially when you look at it from like our culture's lenses, because technically, like I was telling you, uh, what I was taught is that marriage is dating. Like, there's no middle period. You get, you're dating to get married. You get yeah. You either date to get married. This is what I think. Exactly. Or you you get married and then you find out about the person as you're married, but you're already tied yeah. to each other. Um, but then obviously there's you know temporary marriage. There's the the mehram present and all that stuff. So like, where what, what do you think is like the line for dating? Keeping all those things in mind. Technically, you're dating to get married. Which means doing the whole process of meeting the family. The guy goes and, and meets like the parents or whatever the of the girl. Um, you t- you tell him that you tell the parents that you're interested, and then they're like, "Oh, well, tell me a little bit more about yourself." Blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, what do you do for your life? How much money do you have? Income? How much about this? Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then the, it's kind of like an agreement of you can start seeing slash dating my daughter. But then, like, you know, the whole thing, like, the brother has to show up. And then that can go on for as long as you like, essentially. As long? I mean, people do it for, like, a year on end. We had our friend, our very close friend, do it for two months. Wow. Um, I thought that would be, like, a cap. Usually, they, they talk about it, like, okay, like, how, how long do you guys think this process would take? Or when are, if you guys did get married, when do you see it happen? A lot of people say, like, hmm. uh, like a year to, like, this get married so within the year you can either do a couple months of this whole mahram dating thing and then get engaged or whatever so it kind of just depends on like what everyone wants to do but for that entire year is the guy present during all the dates all the time 
Yeah. Or does it like wane off? Well, it depends. Like, obviously, like if you get engaged, technically the madam doesn't have to show up anymore. Engaged meaning like the nikah happens? Yeah. I like the books, like the, yeah. Hmm. What is it called? Whatever. Um, Kesvikstab, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's no name for it in English. I think. That's when you religiously. When you religiously write down, uh, yeah, this yeah, is like, this is going to be. Under it. God, you're married. You don't yeah. need to be legally married. Just under under the eyes of your religion that you're married. Yeah. And then, like, then you'll, you'll fortify it by actually, like. Uh, Doing all the other Getting stuff. married and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, like, you you hang out, you talk, but the brother or whatever will be there. And then. You finalize, okay, yes, I do want to marry said female. And so you go back to the, to the house. You say, we are good. We are want to. We are happy. Um, and then you get into the very nitty-gritty, how much, all, the, all that jazz, how much money do you make? Are you going to be able to finance? Okay, who's paying for what? All that jazz. And then you get married. And then you're hmm. off living by yourself. How much of the decision is... Um... In the hand of the the person versus their family. Depends on the family. I guess that makes sense. Because how do I say this? Like, what if your sister wanted to marry an artist and your parents were like, mm, "That that doesn't make money." I will say for a majority of Arabs with their amazing mindset, um, <laughs> stellar, the parents will break down whoever is getting married. I'm not gonna throw a Mars brother-in-law and over under the bus but i will like i know what he did for a little while i know a bunch of stuff like his parents uh mars parents like grilled the good really and my parents grilled uh, one of the one of the husbands i forgot which one as well like they're like okay how much money do you make okay are you gonna be able to open a house are you still in college are you still this blah 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 like they grill the crap out of like the the person because they're sending off their daughter they want to make sure no divorce might happen no bankruptcy may happen. No X, Y, and Z may happen. And so they'll go and be like, "Are you sure you're gonna be able to do this? Okay, are you gonna? Do you have a job by then? If they, if a person walks into an Arab house and says, "I currently do not have a job, but I'm getting one," they're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And then they, you know, the 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 kid leaves, and they'll go tell the the daughter, "Nah, nah, wait until he gets a job." Really? Yeah. And so it's also like why everyone wants to be an engineer, doctor, lawyer, whatever, just because a that's a good financial job, and then B, parents will never argue with an engineer because they know they'll have money. Interesting. So if you're an artist or whatever, a musician, GG. whatever, yeah, good luck. You got you, you gotta have a lot of money. Yeah. It's 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 a very cultural thing. So all of those yeah. cultural things about like you know job finances, like keeping things in time, and that thing for girls is very weird because sometimes you'll have families who are like, yeah, no, she has to stay at home, or sometimes you'll have families yeah, that and are that's, like, no, she has to work. Yeah, so and that's the whole the, the conversations whole you have while you're on a date. You have in front of like the parents, um, like for example, like my more recent sister, she said like she didn't, she's down to get engaged or whatever, like but she doesn't want to get married until she finishes her masters. So she just kind of said. We good? We Gucci? Our, our pinkies are locked? But I want to finish my master's first. Hmm. And so he had to like, okay, I respect that. I got to sit there. So did they do the katkitab first or did they wait till the actual marriage time to do that part? Uh, depends. I'm just the person. Really? Yeah. Sometimes they're like, okay, we're, we're good. Like we got to, we're going to, we're going to lock it in, but we're not going to finalize it or something. Call it, call it the dating scene. Cause I, I know a lot of families that will like rush the nikah part. Yeah. Um, or they'll, and they'll wait till like, you know, marriage, maybe a year later, maybe like six months or a year and a half. And then sometimes I know people who do something called a, 
I mean, let me look up the name for it. Uh, hold on. Okay, basically, I don't know the name in, in Hindi, but it's it means engagement, but it's not religious engagement. It's just like, yeah, you, now you are my fiance. Right. Um, and sometimes they do that. They they like they do that, and then they wait until the marriage can happen. Whenever it doesn't matter. Um, but it's like 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 you're saying, like pinkies are locked. Like you are now my mine. Don't yeah. Don't don't you know look at anywhere else. Um, it essentially just stops people from like looking around. Like okay, we're good now. Like it's just you me, and then it'll also tell people that. Um, you do it publicly so people see, like, yeah, these two are possibly going to get engaged. I'm not allowed to go towards this female. Hmm. So then, personally, for you, where what where does dating start? Dating? Where does dating start? What? Huh? Like, what's dating? Who? What, am I what is? Just I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> what is just knowing someone versus? Uh, versus like pursuing them versus actually dating them. Listen, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you two things, mm-hmm. right? Here we go. Everyone listening. <laughs> I have to blast myself. No, you don't have to if you don't want to. We can pass on this one. No, I don't really care. It's not actually blasting myself. One, religion or not, like religious, cultural, whatever or not, I would rather meet a girl and like kind of like be friends with her, essentially. And I get to know her before either asking her out, marrying her, whatever the case is, right? I'd rather be friends with her before and then pursue anything else, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with, like, any girl. Like, that's why <laughs> – here's where I'm blasting myself. Um, a lot of the times where I, like, will talk to a girl or whatever and I get bro-zoned or friend-zoned or whatever, it's because, like, we built such a, like, a strong relationship as friends or, like, best friends or whatever that they just don't see, like, a future, which – Anyway, it's fine. I don't mind. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. I'm gonna I go play single. I'm gonna go play Joji in my car. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's that. Let's that. go get coffee. Let's let's, uh, let's go get some Dutch Bros, please. Let's go coffee, please. Um, and then B, like, what me and Amar both were talking about a little while ago. Right now, in my day and age, I will not look for marriage or dating scene, just because every girl in our age. Right now, I don't know if we have to bleep this word out or not. We'll figure it out later. It's currently in their hoe phase. And eventually, especially if they're Arab, they'll have to get out of their hoe phase and end up back in a normal I need to get married phase. So I'm just going to skip that whole hoe phase and waiting for girls. I mean, yeah, I mean, we said we might have to bleep it out, but there's no other way to say this word, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You're being honest, and I like that. Um, Keep going. And they'll have to skip the hoe phase. And go back and find a normal person, right? And a person who will hold them down instead of a Giga Chad who just like looks good and stuff like that, right? And so eventually they'll come back to people like us. <laughs> we are the end goal. They're just fillers, okay? After they're done with like the really cool people, they'll, they'll come back and they'll realize. They'll settle and they'll come yeah, back. Yeah, they'll come down. back and be like, oh, okay, I'm actually, he will not be a good father. So I need to actually find someone who would be a good father who I mm. could get married to. So just, you know, ride out, get money, get to Diamond on Valorant, you know, all that good stuff until you find a girl later on. You know? What if you did meet someone spontaneously right now? Like how I met Priyan planned. Right. If she, if she like... Because I'm going to marry a Muslim girl probably, right? Yeah. If she's a Muslim girl 
and we talked about it and possibly get close to dating or want to oh, oh wait don't even worry about marriage right now just yeah, yeah if say, like, you met someone dating, would you even like start dating them if I met someone right now that was like Muslim and like, oh, okay, I see she's kind of And you guys have like a like weird, that. like really And a really good relationship and all make. that stuff? Probably not. Probably not? Seriously. A, I'm not rich enough for having a girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's true. You have to do a lot more lab studies for that Hell one. no. <laughs> B, I'm not rich enough to get married if this was even in the talks. C, I'm emotionally unavailable. <laughs> B, I don't want to do all that again, bro. Bro, but listen. Hell no. Listen, I read. Girls I, are annoying sometimes. And I'm just trying to be like, hey, how are you doing? Can we just hang out and not have this whole mindset behind it, the stereotype behind it? That is fair. That but is come fair. to the boys' hangout for all I care. Listen, listen, Abraham. I was in uh, my friend's uh, adolescent psychology class. Right. And I read one of the uh, annotations that the professor made. And it was about a study where they found that in our adolescence, men with their relationships typically learn how to feel from their partner uh-huh. and women express more of what they feel um, that they keep inside right. from being with their partner. Right. So basically what that means is that in order for me to be happier, if, if you're <laughs> emotionally unavailable, being with her will open your availability. Like you, you, you feel unavailable right now, but being with her might open your availability. And that's all a handy dandy jazzy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But first, we gotta find a girl. That's so true. <laughs> hey, if y'all know anybody, uh, you know. We found out when she got engaged. Use the two bros in a beard email. GG, go next. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I give up on that, bro. I, I'm just like, to be fully honest, like, I just, right now, in my mindset, is I, like, I don't really care to even mm-hmm. find a girl, marriage, dating, uh, any of that stuff. I'm just, like, I don't really care to. I'm not, so, I'm not in the, the runs. Okay, this like, might sound like, like a very sad question. But when you're like lonely, mm-hmm. right? When you feel the absence of a partner, like when you want to text someone and you can't, or you want to uh, go somewhere with someone and you can't, or you see something really cute in a movie, what does that feel like for you? Ew. Because like for me, the motivation to get a, a date was because of that feeling. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I want it gone. So, I need to find somebody to fill that gap. So the other day, I was 30 along with my sister and her husband because I was in a car, right? <laughs> Right, because I was in a car, as, we were going as somewhere. As you tend to do. As I tend to do, because, you know, it just <laughs> ended up happening like that. I wasn't, I, it wasn't planned, but it just happened, right? They were doing, they're like, you know, they're they're a couple, they're married, bro. Obviously, they're going to, like, doing things. Like, and I know that, and I don't care anymore. But every now and then, I'd be like, God, I really want to jump out the window right now. Like, I just, I don't, there's no connection right now. So, I'm just like, I, I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't freaking know. Well, Anytime I, mean, I see that in a movie or something, I'm like, oh, that's cute. Moving on, like, I just, there's no, you know? No, no, that's, that's The fine. lack of words is enough words. That's fine. You are, you are a man of few words. Yeah, 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 except I just talked half of the world. Anyway. You were forced to, via the medium of a podcast. Via the Assad. But, no, that's fair. Because sometimes people don't want, uh, the same things. Like, not like in life, but like, uh, like, I, I met this one girl one time. Who was like, yeah, if a guy texts me multiple times in a day, that's a that's a turnoff for me. And I was like, what? Yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, we can go like weeks without texting. I'm okay with that. And I was like, because for me, I, I also don't want to like, you know, like mm-hmm. constantly be like plugged in. But I do 
like knowing that if I reach out, someone will reach out back. But there are people who are, who are like, no, I like having like a little bit of distance. Um, and I'm not saying that's you. I'm saying there's a there's a range of like ways to be. So for example, like you know maybe all the cute things you see, you don't want to do them. You just know that they're cute. There in my stats class, um, there's two Asian girls that sit behind me, and one I think is like she always wears scrubs, so whatever, something medical. And the other one is just I don't know, she doesn't wear scrubs. So I don't know what she's doing. The one that wears scrubs every day when we leave class, her boyfriend's waiting outside of class for her. So we walk out. I'm usually in front of them because whatever. I sit in front of them. I walk out. I see the guy sitting there waiting for his girlfriend. I go, take the right turn, whatever. I'm texting the boys. Hey, anybody want mental coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Staff is garbage. And then by the time I finish texting, I see the couple, like the guy like picks her up, you know, like holds her hand, kiss, give her a little quick little kiss and like they walk away. And then I see the, the other friend walk into her car alone. And I'm like, that's adorable and hilarious at the same time. That's like and I've seen that every single of the class, spectrum. every single, twice a week, every single day. And every single time I think about that, oh, that's so cute. Ew. <laughs> and I walk away. Yeah. But I was like, I don't even like look at the couple and think about that. I more look at the girl walking, like leaving her friend and going out like, because that's, that's you. Because that's me, and I'm like, hey, girl, I feel you, bro. I'm you see are, yourself. I'm a prisoner cat, bro. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know. I mean, uh, you know, I had a lot of those. It was too. Like, you, there were so many kids at our school that would do so many gross things. So PDA became one of those things that I was like, nah. Yeah. Bad. Like at the the I don't. Thing, I don't do it. Like at, I don't like. It. I wouldn't hold my girl's hand if any of my friends were there or anything, and I probably might not pick her up from class. Depends. Depends. I mean, I wouldn't care if, like, if you and, like, Bria were holding hands or, like, you know how, like, a uh, hand over, sh- uh, arm over shoulder walking and whatever. Like, I wouldn't care. Um, even know. if you wish I, I wouldn't that, care, personally. I find personally. that a little weird. I find that a little, like, w- when you're with your friends. Um, like, Thomas gave Sophie, like, a kiss the other day while we were at the party. That's fine. And I was like, okay, like, I like I looked. I was like, okay. That's fine. Like, I remember, I remember the conscious, like, the uh, development of whenever we were all hanging out, including Priya, and but I went to go say goodbye to her. Right. At first, me and her both just mentally knew, like, don't even hug, just like high five and leave. But then over the years, yeah, I was, we're judging you guys for this. Uh, yeah, I just more and more. We were like, wow, well, they're really being awkward about this. Is that awkward? Because for me and her, it was just like, yeah, we'll just talk about it later. Like, we'll we'll probably it's, it, it hug was later. <laughs> we we said y'all were being awkward about this because we knew you guys were like overthinking it, and we did not mm. care. Anyway, continue on. And then it just developed, and I was like, F it, no, I'm going to hug you. I don't care. And then kiss yeah. you on the cheek or kiss you on the forehead or something like yeah, that. And... So, like, but but I still don't, like, hold her hand when I'm in front. Because I feel like that's different. Like, I feel like when you're in an activity with other people and your girlfriend's there, that's a different, like, you know how people, everyone says, when you're with people, you act differently, right? The right. combination of people is very important. And when I'm with my friends, there's enough of that combination of how I am with you guys that it, it would be, I don't think disrespectful, but it would be a little cringe. To be like, I don't know how to describe this. It's kind of jumps into a lot I, of. I think we've talked about this before. A lot of masculinity things uh, on or off the podcast. I remember, but I feel like we've talked about this before. And I think, like, truly, none of us really care. It has nothing to do with you guys caring. Right, that's the thing. And though. so that's it's like I, a it's like a respect thing that I want to give you guys. Yeah, yeah. To not put you in that. But position. but us not caring is essentially saying like don't like don't worry like we don't care. do it, bro. Like you're not being rude to us. You're not being disrespectful to us. Whatever. Like no one like we expect you guys to do this stuff. No one really cares. But that's the thing. I don't want to. It's no, not like I'm doing different. it for yeah. anybody's judgment. I just don't. I don't feel that urge because I saw it and I was like, I don't like that. I don't. Oh, want then to that's do that. different. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, That's a you uh, choice. Like, I don't know. Me, me and Priya, like, very early on, one of the things that she said, she was like, hey, listen, I see it sometimes in the movies where, like, the super big Chad guy or whatever will, like, get his girlfriend and he'd be sitting in a chair and, like, he'll make her sit on his knee or, like, on Thomas, like a chair sorry. leg. <laughs> and she was like, I don't like that. And I was like, cool. I don't like that either. I think that's right. cringe. Uh-huh. So we've never done that. But um, privately, yeah. But, like, we just agreed that's something we both think is cringe and weird. It's not because of, like, is anybody around. But it is that group of people that you are with that makes that boundary. So it's so, yeah. yeah th- that was one of my evils. Or, like, another one is, like, when I see people, like, um, this is a, how do I tiptoe around this one? Before you uh, like, like whispering to each other. Uh-huh really weird i don't know why because you're with a group of people so why would you like have like a private backdoor con- i mean maybe maybe it's something serious and i can understand bro if i ever get married i would i would want my significant other to learn sign language with me so we can because now you guys know like a lot of arabic at this point yeah, that's true so i'd be that's like true. hey bro i'm trying to go can we bounce and like sign language tired hey like hey let's go or why is this person talking so much or something the other way to do that is you and your girl have to develop like certain um what's the thing safe words yeah yeah, essentially like something like that so like like, if you bring a watermelons randomly she's like oh yeah we gotta go like me i would be like i'm i'll go whisper like hey bro this is the weirdest thing on earth let's go all right cool like i wouldn't mind doing that I have looks like that. Like, I, I can look at Priya and then she'll just know what I'm thinking. And then, yeah. we'll, we'll, whatever. Like, there, there are certain times where I'm like, there is a group of people here. I don't want to be around. And she's, she's like, yeah, I know that. It's all mental. And then she's like, okay, let's go. I have back. looks, but not with a significant other. With Omar. Yeah. Yeah. You and Omar have your own tele- telepathic looks. <laughs> what was it like yesterday or the day before when we were hanging out? We were, so, I don't know who said something weird, but me and Omar just looked at each other. We're like, <laughs> you and I are both thinking the exact Telling same thing. Telling a whole story. I think you said mind. something. Uh, you said something like we didn't believe <laughs> you. Which of the things? Is, I said a lot of crazy. That was a lot. Of, that was a lot of things that night. But I think it was you. I think we were still at the restaurant or Big Dash or something. And actually, yeah, we were at Big Dash and we were just talking, blah blah blah. And someone says something, and like me and Amar just look at each other, like we know exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're not even saying a word, but mm-hmm. like we stare at each other, like. <laughs> See, but now imagine that with your significant other, right? Perfect. Like you, boom, done. You don't have to do. I think that was one thing that when I got into a relationship, I was like, oh, these things, X, Y, Z, I have to do. But then I learned, I was like, no, that's just stereotype. I can do whatever I want. Right. Including not hold hands or hold hands or not say I love you or say I love you. So, like, you can really do whatever you want. And especially since in any scenario, you're not telling your parents. You can really just do whatever you want. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't thought about any of this stuff just because, like, I just personally right now, I'm just like, I, I don't care too much. I think that's good. About the I'm glad you don't think things. about it. That's why whenever you're like, bro, go talk to her. I'm like, I just, why would I go talk to her? That's why like, when I, like, I bite back or whatever, like, fight back and talk. I'm just, dude, like, I just don't care to right now. I'll go talk to her. But see, what I'm trying to do is I'll be find friends that with random her, spark for you. At that point, like, I'll talk to her, but I'll be friends with her. Like, I'm not looking for anything. But that's okay because, like we said, it's really it's better when you progress out of friendship. So yeah, and I'll be like, hey, I'll, like I'll talk to her, like pocket those people for later. Like the Dutch Bros girl next to UTD, mm-hmm. one of them. I'm sure was there the other night. I just like talked to her. Like I literally sat in a drive through. We, we talked like the whole group talk after, after one point, and then I went back again later, and we were just me and her. I wouldn't. I'm not looking for anything. I just talk. And mm-hmm. I was, I'm 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 chilling with that. And then I saw that we here trying to be like, hey bro, let me give you a number. And I'm like, hey bro. 
No. <laughs> I ain't about it's that yin and yang, Ibrahim. You are the negative and I am the positive. And together we Why just am I negative? The whole Why am I oh, negative? I know. You could be positive. That's yeah, right. yeah. Well, I want to be positive I'll for be once. Negative. I'll be negative. God, I want to be positive for once. But, um, I'm putting my foot down. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think about this often because I need a backup plan. So in any scenario... For what? Just... I've told the Priya this all the time. I'm like, you are so great, but I if if we break up, I'm probably not gonna see, meet someone for a long time. And the right before uh, I met Priya, it was through being battered down from like elementary school, having crushes and I'm not working, that my brain finally was like, take some time for yourself. That's what I'm doing. Right don't now, think bro. about it. <laughs> and immediately I met someone. So. I, I don't know how much willpower it'll take to get back to that mental, to be like, no, you don't want... Because like, I'm a very romantic person, both internally and externally. Right. So I'm, I make up romantic moments in my head, and I like daydream about it, right? I fantasize. Right. So that like is bad, because after a certain point, you, you fantasize about something so hard, you want it to be real, and then you want it to be real so bad, but you don't have it. Kind of like New Year resolutions. Right. And then you feel really bad <laughs> that you haven't done it. So I don't know how, but that point, I stopped. I literally stopped fantasizing and I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm okay just by myself. Let me hit you with some wisdom. Ready? Not wisdom at all. I'm just going to hit you with something. Don't, uh, not a water bottle, please. Or like anything. <clears throat> I've had enough stuff thrown at me. Listen, I'm the positive here. Okay. You can say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe because you're having that, maybe you should not be having those thoughts. You should definitely just cut off the, hmm. What if like pre breaks up with me and then I'm single forever? Shoot. Like that's just nah, dog. Hmm. you're not supposed to be having those thoughts while you're dating yes have you can have that small like idea of okay if we did break up that would suck but not if we did break up i would have to look for someone else i think the thought is more like how would i it comes from loving someone i guess but it's like how would i live without this person it starts like that it's not like i'm like oh i need like a plan a plan b plan c i need like my bunker yeah like it's more like i'm just like i really like this person and I can see how much of my life they're in. And then if they were just suddenly gone, it would be really like, it would contrast a lot. It would, it would, it would really show where I left, I left off, where I left off before I started dating, like my, my development. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> instead you should be thinking like about the relationship, like hmm. how to keep the relationship going rather than dang, that would suck when she leaves. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's been four years now, so it's pretty much autopilot. Yeah, so there, okay, there's then, not really like any uh, don't think how to keep negatives. it alive anymore. And this, no, 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 and this you. Being, you can be the positive. <laughs> <laughs> be the positive and think about the positive stuff. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you, Raheem. It's not. I'm not thinking about the negatives. It just comes from the positive that the negative. Cut that out, it's bro. It's just naturally not there. Just throw that out there. Every, every you're you have to do that once a night. Once a night. Yeah, that's mm. what I do at night. I'll think about it. But <laughs> think during the about day, all this right before you go to sleep. Yeah, right before I, right before I go to sleep, I'll think about all the sad stuff and relationship stuff. But during the day, Damn. out of mind, out of sight. You know what's really funny? I don't think about any of that stuff before I go to sleep. I really don't. It's just sometimes it'll. Pop I think up. about it when I have like quiet moments, like when a song isn't playing in the car. But like when I'm sleeping, I have the weirdest like yeah. nonsensical thoughts at all. Like it's just it's just dumb. But I fall asleep somehow. No, like sometimes like I'll be watching a video or like I'll be listening to music before I go to sleep, which would cause any of those reactions. But a lot of times I'm like, <clears throat> I'm going to watch Chainsaw Man tonight. And then like I'll just do that and knock Yeah, out. you're definitely not going to be thinking about relationships when you watch Chainsaw Man, bro. I'll tell you that. I'm going to think a lot about relationships after watching Chainsaw Man. A different Man. kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know what I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, like just, well, what was it, like senior year or whatever when I was having those issues? Only at night. During the day, out of mind, out of sight, ain't really? no problems. At all. 
Wow. Because I, I was forced into it. Before I met Priya, in school, between, like, when I was working on something, that would be when I was thinking about it. Like, when I'd look over in another cohort and I'd be like, hmm, I could do X, Y, Z. Like, I, you know, I plan the matrix in my mind. And I was like, oh, I'll fall this way. The pencil will roll. And then I'll pick it up. And then I'll look up. And then I'll meet her eyes. But only for, like, five seconds. Oh, and I'll have I those know. thoughts. But it won't have, like, the sad, like, oh, I want to. How do I explain this? During the day, I'll have the thoughts of how to, like, get the girl. But at night, I would I would have the thoughts of the sad stuff. You know, the mm, negative stuff, right? Mm. So I would, I've been told this is very unhealthy, force myself <laughs> to only have those thoughts at night. <laughs> so now I just cut it all off. <laughs> We're good. That's good. I'm glad you know. I'm glad someone Bro, told I, I thought I was told that like sophomore year and I did it for like six more years. Yeah. No, I still I do it every now and then, but like, I know. I, at least I like, in my mindset, I'm like, I'm limiting it to just that night. Mm. and just that night means like i don't know 20 minutes before i fall asleep if those thoughts come 20 up 20 minutes probably less dang for me if at all it would have been like five because i think about it i guess too quickly so i get to the end point and i'm like yeah, there's no else to go oh no if my mind's running my mind i'll be wide awake interesting so like it's just like those thoughts like any of those thoughts even if it's like five minute thoughts whatever like it's just i will limit all of those tonight which is a very unhealthy thing because you're forcing yourself to think about it only at night when you're alone and in the dark and no one wants to talk to you and everyone's asleep. So, like, that's the issue. I don't know. Hmm. I've heard a lot of BS. I guess that segues into another question I have, which is when do you make the most important decisions in your life? They're not relationships, they're just anything. When do you tend to make those decisions? Like, when you're feeling emotional, when you're, like, bored, like, when you're on the toilet or, like, you know. Honestly, it depends on the decision. Uh, what about your college decision? I'll decide it in the moment. In the moment, like it's I'm just signing up for classes, and I have to choose before between these two classes, which one I'm taking this semester. I'll just in the moment, I'll figure it out. No, no, I mean like when you were deciding which college to go to. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't deciding that. <laughs> My parents were <laughs> easy money. Easy money. No decision. No mental work. <laughs> no mental work. Hey guys, I got into these eleven schools. Which one am I going to? Colin? Cool. That wasn't even on my list. Uh, cool. well, okay. What about um? Right. A lot of it was in a moment or on a shot. That, those are the biggest questions. You don't want a relationship. There's nothing relationship-wise. And then college. A relationship, the moment, if, I, like, if I'm deciding when to ask a girl out, for example, phew, bro, I would not make that decision. When I told our friend about, like, talking to her about, like, how I liked her, I was talking to one of our other friends first. I was like, should I do it now? Should I, when should I do this? Should, I should do this tomorrow. No, do it now. Mm. Okay, I'll do it now, I guess. See, the, I've been doing this thing lately where, you know, being in a relationship has made me more, like, emotional and in tune with my emotions. But, like, one detriment of that Cute. is that when I'm listening to, like, a song that makes me angry or when I'm feeling an emotion, I'll start thinking about the things that, you know, go along with that emotion. Right. Um, but that leads me to make decisions while I'm thinking about them in the bias, like, soup of my emotions. Like, for example, if I'm, like, really happy, I'd be like, yeah, I should propose. <laughs> something like that i don't know Free to listen. <laughs> but, but then when i like sit a- alone i'm like oh wait no why was i thinking that that's crazy that's like, ex- it's too extreme right but i don't know when i make decisions anymore i think they kind of just come and if they don't come then that's and that's why i say like in the moment because like i just for a lot of it i do not sit and think about a decision for unless it's like a very like oh okay classes or schedule or something maybe not like a work maybe but um yeah like i don't make a lot of decisions until something starts happening. You know, you know what happened when you called me this morning and we like, the, like finalized recording. Mm-hmm. I sat with my phone on my chest and I had my eyes closed, but I was just simulating all of today. 
Like I was just thinking about every responsibility I had, everything I had to do, everything I should be doing, which I'm not doing, which you and uh, what I want to do, what I can't do, and that made me so stressed wow. that I just went back to sleep. And that happens almost every morning. Same. I think about like especially in college, I would get up and the first thing like in it. Well, I already have sleeping problems, but it felt like I never slept because I just went from thinking about homework, resting, and then getting back up. And I'm like, yeah, when does it do? No, no. I, I when do that. I have to do that thing? I do that a lot. And during college, I would like know I would have four assignments due in the next two days. And I'd sit there. Okay, I got class today. Okay. And then I got to get out of class. What am I going to do after class? X, Y, and Z. Okay. And then I'll get to class. I'll finish class. I'll get out of class. I'll probably not do X, Y, and Z. I'll probably text the boys. <laughs> yes. Get some coffee. And then I'll redo the same thing. Like every day, like I'll... And then while we're having conversation, having, talking and drinking coffee, I got the stats homework. Yeah. That, okay. <laughs> see, that exact feeling, I hate it. When you're in the moment of something and you're trying to enjoy it, but then something else... Even if it's for a little bit, it pulls you out. It taints how you're feeling a little bit. So I've, I've learned something about myself in college, which is I hate having responsibilities mixed with what I like to do. So if yeah. I'm playing video games, but I have homework on my mind, it ruins me playing the game. Like I am just slightly stressed the entire time. So I can't fully enjoy it, throw myself into it. So like yesterday while I was playing The Witcher, I was like, I got to register for classes. I got to do this. I got to drop this off for my mom. I got to pick this up. I got to go to the grocery store. And then I just got so mad and I just turned it on. I was like... I'm not having fun. I'm like doing this stuff, but I'm auto in my autopiloting in my mind, just like stressing myself out. And I hate that. It, it sucks so much. And I don't know how to stop it because easy thing to say is do your responsibility. But one cruel fact about when you become an adult that no one tells you is that sometimes your responsibilities will layer themselves in a way where you have no time to do what you want. You won't have the perfect scenario where I do my homework in the morning and then I do what I want in the afternoon. Sometimes you'll do what you want in the morning and then someone else you do something in the middle and then someone else you do something at night. And then right as you wake up, there's also something you have to do. So you get pushed further and further away. So sometimes you have to put your foot down to do what you want. But that entails responsibilities creeping in, in between sometimes. And I hate that. It just ruins it. I was just going to let you just... Sorry, yeah, I was ranting there a little bit. That yeah. happened yesterday, so that's why it was like fresh on my mind. I was pretty mad about it. Yeah, I was like, all right, just keep going. Yeah, uh huh. Feel good. Yep, yeah, we good. Yeah. Right, feels better. All right. I don't know. Do you feel anything like that? Yeah, a lot of times, I if I'm, it's almost a, like the same exact thing. It's just like I would have a bunch of stuff to do, and for example, playing games. I just some stuff will always be in my mind, no matter what I'm doing. But it just depends on like, I don't know, the day. Just because, like, if I have 900 things to do, I'll continue to hang out with you guys, but I'll just have those 900 things in the back of my head. I will still continue to play the game. I will be garbage at the game, <laughs> but I'll still play it. Just because, like, that's the thing I currently want to do. And so, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's almost kind of, like, similar. So when, when you have to pull yourself away from something and then you come back to it, does it not have that same... Uh, ability to relieve your stress as it did before if i have to pull away from something like for example okay remember I, there were lots of nights like this where like you or me would be doing homework and then we play video games right right that was a really good example of me just like unwinding but for example if i had homework that i had to stop playing games for and then i finished it and i came back the game I would play would feel I would a play a different weird. game or I wouldn't even play back. The game would feel a little weird. I'd yeah. be a little less I'd be less like stressless. I've I've done that it. a couple times where like I've been I did homework and then 
or no, I was playing games. I stopped. I did homework. And I would go back to play like Valorant or something because that's why originally he was playing. And I would just like in my head, I'm like, uh, yeah, and I'll probably play Apex instead. Mm-hmm. Like I'll switch off just because like the vibe's gone. Yeah, it feels gone. Yeah, that's something that I've been kind of worried about as an adult. Like the vibes leaving. A lot of things have that now. Like if you don't do them at the right time, if you don't catch them at the perfect moment, then it doesn't really feel as rewarding as it would or as like nice as it would. Like eating food has kind of become like that. Mm-hmm. Like eating food is just a literal like urge to survive now. So if I don't eat food at the right time, it just becomes an, a responsibility rather than like a, mm, I'm enjoying this meal. I'm feeling cool. I, I love that I'm tasting this. It's just like, yeah, I'm not dying. It's cool. So you're living, no, you're, you're eating to live, not living to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Eating becomes a chore because uh, I don't hit it at that right moment or that right, that, 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 like, for example, in the morning, uh, there's like a certain window of time that I like to eat. Mm-hmm. And if I don't eat in that window, but I still need to eat, it just feels like a job. Even though I want to live, trust me, like, you know, I'm trying, <laughs> to, I'm, I'm trying to stay in this hole for a while, but like, it just doesn't. I don't know. It felt a lot more effortless when we were kids. It just felt a lot easier. Everything was well, something because, I like, wanted to do. Well, it's because, like, we weren't in charge of our stuff as kids. Isn't that so, like, kind of sad, though, that being in charge of your own thing kind of takes the magic from doing it? I don't know what to think about it, to be honest. Mm. My, my whole food scenario is if I wake up, I usually do not eat for the first hour just because I'm not hungry. And then if I'm hungry, I'll eat if I'm in the kitchen. If not, I'll wait until dinner. Well, think about that, like, in other aspects. Maybe there's maybe it's not food, but maybe other things that like now that you have to do it by yourself, like grocery shopping. Ugh, uh, grocery shopping used to be so fun, but now that I'm the one who has to go do it, it's so annoying and tedious mm. and just just a chore. I think we've talked about this actually. You like grocery shopping? Yeah, I don't mind it. You I'm actually supposed to go buy lemons after this. <laughs> grind don't stop. <laughs> the grind don't stop, bro. Last night at nine thirty p.m. before I got on Valorant, I went to Kroger just for avocados. Really? Yeah. Wow. Kroger has medium avocados for 69 cents and then large avocados for 77 cents each, which is a very good deal. But then when I checked out, the large avocados for some reason dropped to 48 cents, so I should have went back and gotten more, but I didn't. I mean, avocados in particular, you don't want to get a lot because they go bad very quickly. I got so 10. are you going to really use 10 avocados? Four are already gone. Another one's What did you use them for? And, uh, and like the, a salad or something? Yeah. And then the rest are still like a little hard so they can sit. I get three avocados from the store. I use one and a half to make guac and the other one just turns black. One and a half to make guac? Yeah. Bro, depending on the day, I can use three or four to make guac. Well, I make guac that's a serving size of like... Just you? Like this much? Yeah. That's a lot of guac. Bro, guac runs in my house. Really? Anything avocado ones in my house, just because you can put it in a salad and a sandwich and and guac form and I do love guac and, just by itself. An avocado it just just so take good. a piece of bread or by itself, squeeze it lime, salt, pepper, throw it in your mouth. Oh man, all this food talk is actually making me hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Um, and I think we're at time too. One seventeen sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Life is weird. I don't like life. I. Yo, wait, wait, wait. I'm just autopilot. You don't like life? I'm just on, on autopilot. I go to sc- wake up, go to school, go back home because no, I have no, no interest no. of anything else. Abraham, we're not trying to end this podcast off on a, a negative note. No, no, no. We're being positive. We're here. being positive. We're both positive. I'm being melan... It's yin and yin. 
<laughs> Which or one's... Yang and Yang. <laughs> What's the... I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Get avocados. They're really good. Get some avocado. Get some toast. You can make avocado toast. In reality, I don't really know what avocado toast is. But you just get toast, toasted, put avocados on it, boom. That's what I've been making that since I was four then, <laughs> but I haven't really labeled it as avocado toast, and I've been using air bread. Yeah, that's fine. And I also don't even spread the avocado. I kind of just put some lemon on it, and then I put some uh, salt, pepper, and call it a day. Wait, but like, how do you get it all over the bread though? You can just get some bites of straight bread. No, like I cut it up. Oh, you make it into slices. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just putting like. Nah, nah, nah. On the bread. Nah, bro. Yesterday I got this avocado that looked so nice and pretty. And like smooth, and it's like you know, like mm-hmm. it was an avocado, and I was so proud of it. I'm like, I have to cut it open. Like, right. it has to be me. It's midnight. I have <laughs> to cut this avocado open. I felt the same way about like a jar of pickles. Yeah, I opened that baby up, bro. Just a nice little soup, perfect green. Thing, and I sat there. I was like, what am I gonna eat avocado with right now? And my mom was making like lunch for today because she like she had to work. And so I, I just left it there. I went to go find some stuff. She already took one half. Used it all. <laughs> I'm like, mother, no, mother, my no. Avocado. What are you doing? <laughs> she goes, what? I'm making lunch. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I just got up and left and went We're upstairs. We're trying to end it on a positive note, bro. We don't need your avocado dreams getting crushed. But in reality, the avocado was so fire, bro. Fire. And I have to go and get lemons right now. So I to get 21 lemons. Ah, Why 21? I don't know. My dad told me to get 21. Because each like seven is like a certain amount of lemons. Hold on. What a weird number of lemons. Um. Um. Uh, seven lemons for one dollar. Get three dollars. Whoa. Lemons also are one thing that runs through my house. That's kind of... How long do lemons last in the fridge? We'll get them out. 21 of them? That's a lot of lemons. Mm-hmm. Dang. We use them a lot. Very Arab. Everything. Right. Uh, there's lemons on everything. All right, well, let's, we'll wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode of the podcast. This was not the topic we were going to talk about. Hope y'all are doing good. No, this is straight off the cuff business. Yeah, straight up, like, the first question you asked, I was like, oh, we'll see how we can tie this back into the conversation. We got now- from dating to avocados. If that's not the two bros in the beard podcast in the sentence, then I don't know Peel what the is. avocado. Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, guys. Y'all take care. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.